The following podcast is a Dear Media production. This episode is brought to you by one of my favorite brands ever, Elemis. So if you've been following the Skinny Confidential for a while, you know that I am absolutely obsessed with this product. I'm so obsessed that I know I've gotten some of you hooked. I know I've gotten you guys hooked though on one specific product, which is the Pro Collagen Cleansing Balm. If you have not tried this and you follow my blog or Instagram, you are missing out. It is the best makeup remover hack in the world. And we'll get into it in this episode. I'll go into specifics, so don't worry. Very excited because Elemis is offering all TSC him and her listeners the opportunity to purchase the Pro Collagen Cleansing Balm travel size for $5. This is just covering your shipping and your handling. All you have to do is visit elemis.com slash skinny to get yours. And remember to use the promo code skinny15 at checkout and you get 15% off your first order. So visit elemis.com slash skinny to grab this insane cleansing balm. And just remember to use the promo code skinny15 at checkout. You also get 15% off your first order at Elemis. Have fun, guys. She's a lifestyle blogger extraordinaire. Fantastic. And he's a serial entrepreneur. A very smart cookie. And now Lauren Everts and Michael Bostick are bringing you along for the ride. Get ready for some major realness. Welcome to the Skinny Confidential. Him and her. Aha. But that, that's a choice that I'm making consciously in a moment to transition myself out of my comfort zone. I feel like I need to go through the day understanding where I'm holding my breath or where I could just be more conscious in how I feel. We don't notice the shoulder pain or we don't notice the fact that we're slightly dehydrated or hungry. And so I think that you know to kind of slow down for all of us is it's information, it's educational. Did you clear your throat? My throat, my throat's cleared. Thank God. I mean, that took 45 minutes. Welcome back to the Skinny Confidential Him and Her Show. That clip was from our guest of the show today, Shauna Ryder. On this episode, we discuss supplements, health, wellness, diet, and routines. So for those of you who are wellness fans, this episode is for you. So Michael just texted me. What did you say to me? I said, I'm going to hold my peace. And I spelled it P-E-A-C-E. And I said, no, Michael, it's actually spelled P-I-C-E, and you need to go back to reading. Well, you, this is the, one of the first times that you've corrected me on grammar. Michael just said, guys, before we started, that this was one of the first times that I've corrected him when he was confused. And I said, this is not one of the first times that I've corrected you. I bet you. there's a lot of people that are out there that, you know, just forever hold your peace. That's different because it's P-E-A-C-E. So yes, I, was, I was correlating it the same way because, you know, the definition of peace is like freedom from disturbance, tranquility, you know? And so that's what I was saying. But I guess when you say forever, or what I said my peace, you have to say P-I-E-C-E, which I actually didn't know. All right. So that's a peek into our text message conversation. You know what else is a pain in the ass? What? Well, you know, listen, I'll give you the credit there. Grammar, you got me. I'm a, I'm a stickler on grammar, so I'm happy. And I learned something new. hope the audience did. I, I was on a run this morning early, and a piece of pollen flew into my eyeball. Oh, God, I've done with the eyeball conversation. And it messed me, it messed me up big you, time because it's like, do you stop the run and get it out, or do you just, like, blink it out? It no, was just a whole... you stop the run and get it out. Honestly, I can't with the eyeball talk. Sometimes you gross me out with the eyeball talk. What I, happens with the eyeball? I blinked it in, and I think I my eye just digested I, it out. Uh, uh, <laughs> maybe that's something else i could know i'm not an eyeball person you're gonna have to go tell those tales to tales you die i'm telling the tales of my eyeball on the podcast okay so there's pollen in your eye all right so uh i wanted to go around the table taylor hopefully your mic's on so you can be included and talk about one healthy thing that each of us are doing 
Okay. You're, you're not going to like my thing. Why? It's summertime, ladies and gentlemen. Ugh. Let me give you an ad about summer. Let me let's talk about summer. Um, no, it's summertime. I, you know, Lauren and I, we don't get a lot of sun. We don't go in the sun that often. I, she's definitely um, pushed that on me. So I'm I'm not in the sun very often. But recently, I was like, listen, I'm going to go out there and I'm going to time it. I'm going to time 15 minutes in the sun, 15 to 20. I've gotten a, a nice tan now. I'm looking real good, um, and so I can do a little bit longer, maybe 20, 25. And so I told you you're not going to like this. But so there's 15 minutes for the last few days. Taylor, you've seen my tan. You, you've seen my tan. Um, is his mic not on? His mic's not on, is it? God <laughs> damn it. I'm just waiting. Yep. <laughs> See, just waiting. He's just waiting. Um, <laughs> God damn it, Taylor. And um, I feel really good. My vitamin D levels are skyrocketing. I feel better than ever. A little bit of sunlight, Lauren. I know you don't want to bake in the sun and your whole thing stay out of the sun, which I... I get that. Don't bake. But a little bit of sun is nice. You look like Magda from Something About Mary right now, and you were sunburned all weekend, and the vitamin D isn't helping because you had a bad personality this morning. Listen, Magna was killing it. She was fine. She was like <laughs> sipping a cocktail. She was a little crispy, but she she was fine. I feel good, guys. Get get a little bit of sunlight. It's summertime. Get out there. Don't 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 bake in it. Don't ruin your face. Don't get don't get leathery, but get a little sun. I'll save the best for last, which is my tip, and we'll go straight to Taylor's tip. Is your mic on now? It's always it's been on. Uh, what you don't just don't you don't respond or what? Those are rhetorical questions you're asking. Okay, all right. So, what's your healthy tip? I can't wait to hear. Is it that you're masturbating more than once a day every week? I, we're, you're at yours first. I'll go after. No, 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 no. I want to put you right on the spot. So I'm you're doing your, the best for last, which is me. So go. Oh, uh, okay. So you thought you were the best in that equation? <laughs> well, the way that she said it, it was a little bit confusing to me. Self-awareness My is still not here. Threesome. I'm trying to think of something healthy that I've been doing that I usually just don't normally do because I usually always try to live a life of health and wellness. Since when? Uh, the Hawaiian barbecue chips every day fooled me. I always put my good foot first or Oof. good foot forward. Yeah. I, I would say this. You know what I've been doing to eat healthy is I've been packing my lunch instead of eating out. That's because, true. So that, that's the truth. It's, Wait, I've hold been, on. What's the What's the routine of how you pack your lunch? Can you get specific here? Well, I just, I, I again... It's not in the scheme of healthy lunches. It's healthier than eating out all the time. But I've just been making making sandwiches, which is that it's easy to control. You know what you're getting. You're able to control the actual what you're eating every day instead of eating out and you eat at different places and you're not really certain what sort of what the calorie intake is. So it's something that I can monitor. And it, number one, it saves you money. Number two, I know what I'm getting. And I, I think that that's a healthier way than just eating out all the time, which I've been doing a shitload. What's on your sandwiches? Like, what kind of sandwich person are you? A pastrami person? No. I feel like you yeah, are. I, fuck no. The reason I, I so I was raised a vegetarian, so I never really got into those really aggressive meats like the the pastrami's, the bolognese. I could see you having like an elk sandwich. No, I have eaten elk and I've eaten deer in Ooh. Sweden. That's a thing they do. Okay. Well, you guys ate elk and deer. When reindeer. You guys went on I didn't reindeer. eat elk and deer. Michael did. I, that slurp, was, I slurped it down. That was not me. I did not know that it was reindeer until a little while through, but you know, I got to say it wasn't bad. No, 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 no. I did not eat elk or reindeer. That it was, was a little morbid because earlier in the day we were petting them and feeding them. Yeah, I'm not into that. I could then, have most likely insulted everybody there, their culture. No, I have to just be honest. I'm not the biggest meat fan. Like I'll do a melon and prosciutto moment. And perhaps maybe like a spaghetti bolognese once in a while if I'm in Italy, but I'm just not a big meat person. 
You know you like those corn dogs, those cured deli meats. A corn dog at Disneyland is really good with like a cold lemonade and a Dole Whip. No, no the red wagon corn dog at Disneyland. Oh, you gotta, yeah. dis- you gotta okay. distinguish that. All right, sorry. Okay, let's move to my healthy tip, which is not that I'm packing elk sandwiches for lunch. Lately, I've been doing this smoothie. The inspo comes from Melissa Wood Health on Instagram, who's been on this podcast twice because Michael is going to Google what the episodes are right now. She's amazing. If you haven't listened to her podcast and you like health and wellness, Um, you'll love her. Anyway, so she makes this smoothie every single morning when she wakes up and I've been doing it and I just feel like I have so much more energy. It's so easy. It sounds overwhelming, but if you have all the ingredients on hand, it's super seamless. I'm all about optimizing my life in every single area. And when it comes to my smoothie, I have like a smoothie cabinet with everything ready to go. So what I do is I do ice, tons of ice, tons of ice. I like a lot of ice. Then I do water. I don't like almond milk in my smoothie. It hurts my stomach. So I just do tons of water. And then I fill it with spinach and kale and like squish it in there so it's so much spinach and kale. And then I do berries just so it doesn't taste super bitter. I do lemon. I do one date. I love a date. You guys know this. I get my dates from Thrive Market. But anyway, Uh, and then I do, this is the secret ingredient, Hawaiian spirulina. It needs to be Hawaiian. Okay. This is the one Melissa recommends. It's this awesome one. We'll leave it in the show notes. Hopefully Taylor's taking a note to do that. And then I'll do like a little bit of acai powder. Um, You could throw in whatever you want. You could throw in inulin. You could throw in a magnesium, whatever you want here just to get it all in. You know what I mean? So you feel like you get those nutrients in. I pack it in. I blend it up. It's delicious. I'm drinking it now, Michael. You want to try it? 86 and 121. 86 and 121. Those are Melissa's episodes. And they're, Melissa's amazing. they're still to this day some of the highest downloaded episodes. So I suggest for new listeners that haven't heard them or even old listeners that just want to go back. 86 and 121. Listen to number 86 first, then 121 with Melissa Wood. She really opens up about her eating disorder and and how through that she went on this total wellness journey. And um, her smoothie's bomb. It's freaking good. I feel like I need to do a blog post on it. Anyway, it's a spirulina smoothie. You get it all in. It's efficient. You pack the greens in and you're good to go. Who's tip one, Michael? Um, well, you, you know, yours overtook all of ours. Well, okay. Taylor's reindeer sandwich. I read an article earlier or yesterday about a influencer that she has gone on a health spurt where she's only drinking juices and she says she gets her nutrients from air. Huh. So huh. that's a thing. Huh. All right. Well. You know what? You do you. Yeah. If you want to get your nutrients in the air, then... I had Italy pizza yesterday, which is so good. It's the best pizza in LA. You got to try it. We're going today again. All right. Anyways, let's introduce Shauna Ryder. Shauna is the founder of Alaya Naturals, which is so interesting because I've also been adding a scoop of their green superfood to my spirulina smoothie. She was born with an autoimmune condition that suppresses her white blood cells. She spent years and years battling tons of ailments. When her children arrived, they brought so much joy into her life, but her immune system still had its own agenda. So she had sleepless nights, depleted energy. She knew that her body needed healing. So she began her journey into the world of superfoods and the creation of Alaya Naturals. It's been a long road, as you guys can see, but the effort was obviously worth it because today she's stronger, healthier, and more present in all areas of her life. With that, let's welcome Shauna to the Skinny Confidential, him and her show. Lauren, you know what I'm doing right now? What are you doing? I'm taking a hair quiz. I did win best hair in seventh grade. So You did. It's going strong. Your hairline hair is, is flowing. Your hairline is, it's battling Teresa Judah. Would you say it's wavy or straight? 
Oh, it's it's kind of a medley. Wavy straight hair structure, medium, fine, or coarse. I think it's medium. Okay, guys. So you can go on Function of Beauty and you can take a hair quiz to get customized shampoo and conditioner straight to your door. This is efficient. So I feel like it's very frustrating to have bottles and bottles piling up in your bathroom. You guys know what I mean. It's like you start to have so much, it's piling out of your drawers. Function of Beauty does everything in one. And like I said, it's customized, which is great because I feel like we all don't have the same hair. So why are we all using the same shampoo and conditioner? We also don't have the same hair goals. Do you want a deep condition? You want to fix split ends, hydrate? Who knew I would know so much about hair? It's because I got damn good hair. You want to replenish hair. You want to strengthen it. Anti-aging hair. Function of Beauty has the answer for you. They're making custom shampoos and conditioners. We're into it. So most drugstore brands only address a single concern. You guys know this. You see like volumize or strengthen. But with Function Beauty, you get to choose up to five hair goals and you get to add your formulation. You want it to smell like peaches, milkshakes, pears, calyptus, or fragrance-free. They got a formula for you. What's also fun is these products are super Instagrammy, so you can personalize your name on every single bottle. Function of Beauty never uses sulfates, parabens, mineral oils, or any other harmful ingredients, which we love. And it's also vegan and cruelty-free. The sad reality is that most major drugstore brands are using brands that test on animals, and Function of Beauty is 100% vegan and cruelty-free, which I love. And if you're wondering what my specific hair goals were, I picked shine, reduce brassiness, oil control, volumize and replenish my hair. I also wanted it in pink, like I said. And of course, I wanted the peaches scents because who doesn't? So if you want to smell like peaches, all Skinny Confidential, him and her listeners will receive 20% off their first order. To redeem, head to functionofbeauty.com slash skinny and take the hair profile quiz. Go to functionofbeauty.com slash skinny to get 20% off your custom formula. Again, functionofbeauty.com slash skinny. This is the Skinny Confidential, him and her. Talking about shit and stuff and intimacy. (laughs) Welcome to the Skinny Confidential, him and her show. We're happy to have you here. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. So can you give the audience a little bit of backstory on you, where you grew up, how you got into your business? Give us the spiel. Sure. I grew up here in Los Angeles and health and nutrition has always been sort of at the forefront of my mind. Since being a teenager, um, I had some health struggles when I was young. I actually had ulcerative colitis and Crohn's disease and parasites and all of these different kind of inflammatory conditions that coincided in my early teens. For, for those that don't know what, how do you say it? Ulcer- ulcerative colitis. Ulcerative colitis. Yeah. What is that exactly? It's a lot of, inf- I had ulcers basically okay. in my stomach and my large and small intestine. And what's the cause of that? For me, it was probably emotions that weren't um, healthily released. I was definitely a person who was uncomfortable <laughs> expressing myself in ways that would potentially make other people uncomfortable which is something that I've gotten really good at doing now, like later on in my life, is not worrying so much about other people's comfort when mine is being sacrificed. That's a bit, I mean, that's a big struggle for everybody. I don't think a lot of people get to the place where you are, where you can, where you can make other people uncomfortable. Yeah. Well, I think it's, you know, it, it requires almost kind of getting to places in your life where you're forced to learn how to communicate differently. I think illness is one of those situations, right, that forces a breakthrough. It's unfortunate that sometimes life requires us to be pushed to our limits before we're willing to make change. But for me, that was the case. I was very stubborn and also kind of wanting the people in my life, you know, 
to be supported and, and sometimes at the risk of supporting myself, which is another trap that we fall into as parents. You Can know? you kind of give us an example of exactly what you mean, like a circumstance that you look back to when you pinpoint and you said, oh, you know, when I was 13, this happened. And I think that's something that contributed to me, you know, making people feel comfortable at the sacrifice of my own self. Sure. Um, well, my parents divorced when I was really, This is becoming a really heavy conversation really quickly. No, we love to get Welcome, to, welcome okay. to the show. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, Spiralina is excellent for help. <laughs> my parents divorced when I was a little over three. And so at three, I was packing a bag and going back and forth between homes every week. And I think there were times in my life where I would have preferred to stay with one parent over another, for instance, or stay a little bit longer at someone's house. Um, but I was really concerned about hurting people's feelings. And so those those experiences were never expressed. I think I think Lauren can relate to that because you had to spend a lot of time going and going back and forth. And to this day, you still like you don't like moving. The moving process is not something that my wife I, enjoys. But I didn't um, I didn't feel that I was I, it was different circumstances. I was fine to leave and come back. I was fine with both parents. So that's that's interesting that you wanted to spend time with more with one parent more. I think I always felt like I was missing someone and I alternated preferences <laughs> just depending on the stage of life I was in. But my parents have such different personalities and their households were so there was such a dichotomy between their households. The whole nature and culture of their homes were so different. Um, but I think depending on where I was in my development, you know, there were aspects of, of one home over the other that felt more um, synchronized, you know, with where I was and in alignment with where I was. You know, I would never have expressed that. I never would have said, oh, I miss dad today or, you know, I really want to be with mom. I mean, that's just one small example of feeling like, you know, I wanted people around me to be comfortable and I was really afraid of hurting feelings. And so I learned through having ulcerative colitis that, you know, anything that goes unexpressed finds a way of growing its own entity almost. It develops its own mind and brain that kind of takes over in some capacity. See, Michael, it's like when I tell you not to talk about work when we're at home and I'm in my Zen place meditating and you talk about work. Well, just like recently, <laughs> I mean, I think we've all, we all know how, how damaging stress can be yeah. and especially internalizing stress, but yeah. people don't realize that it's not just damaging mentally, but it can, it can present itself physically. Right. And like a certain amount of stress is really good. Like we're not intended as human beings to be comfortable all the time. Stress is how we grow and evolve emotionally, psychologically, and physically. Just like we're not really intended to be in California weather conditions. You know, the 72 degrees every day doesn't really ignite and spark in our bodies the kinds of reactions we're supposed to grow accustomed to, which, you know, creates adaptivity and all these other ways in which we learn how to be stronger and survivors. And so, you know, we all know that there's a certain degree of stress that's healthy, especially when we have coping mechanisms to respond to it. But without tools, stress becomes overwhelming. And I think especially as young people, we're not really given tools, you know, anymore. At least I wasn't really, you know, my parents did their best. I mean, I had really lovely parents and they were beautiful in their efforts. But I think when you're a sensitive soul in such an overstimulating world, um, you know, you, you can drown without tools. And so stress can become, you know, uh, stress can, can really dilute the natural joy of being 
you know. So you end up in the hospital and what sort of happens next? Well, I ended up on really heavy duty steroids. Um, and, and when that became almost paralyzing to my body, um, I was, I was basically incapable of, of doing, um, you know, any of the functional things required to be a normal teenager. And, and so then doctors took me off of steroids and put me on lesser intense drugs, but still very kind of westernized prescriptions. And finally, when everything was making me worse and worse, I got off of everything and I started seeing an herbal healer, um, a Chinese practitioner who was just so acutely aware of the way in which you have to look at an entire person's being in order to diagnose and understand um, really what the root cause of a person's issues are, you know, and I think, and I'm a huge believer in Western medicine. I think there's a place for everything, but I think where sometimes um, there's a little bit of a, a lapse is in understanding what the root of a problem is and sort of band-aiding things with medication. Yeah, the uh, the best doctors that I've come across in my personal life is the ones that marry Western and Eastern together, and they kind of yeah. look at both. Um, because I think, you know, it gets dangerous when it's one way or the other. Like, sure. I think you kind of, there, there is a time when you need medication and modern yes. medicine, and there's a time when you need to say, okay, wait, is that the, is that really the answer here? Right. Can you, can you describe some of the, when you started seeing like an, someone that was practicing Eastern medicine, yeah. like what some of those practices were that help? Was it like an acupuncture? Was it? Yes. Okay. Yes. I did acupuncture um, with this Chinese herbalist. He was he was a brilliant kind of genius man. He ran a lot of hospitals in China that were doing groundbreaking research there, um, mostly with cancer issues, a lot of autoimmune related conditions. Um, so he put me on um, herbs that just tasted like you just wanted to scream. I mean, I don't know, it was like monkey brain, like the craziest things, roots and, and tree barks and stuff. I'd brew it all up and drink that. I did acupuncture with him. Um, so it was a combination of the herbs and acupuncture. Simultaneously, I was seeing a homeopathic practitioner who who gave me a bunch of different kinds of homeopathics, mostly to kind of calm the nervous system so that I was receptive to the anti-inflammatories. Are these two people still around today if people want to go see They're them? They're not, unfortunately, although the predecessor of and sort of the apprentice of the Chinese practitioner is. His name is Neil Miller, and he has a practice in the Valley. He he's, was trained for like 20 years. Okay. Um, he's a white guy. You know, he's not, you know, Dr. Wong was the man who, you know, sort of like clinically healed me. And now it's um, Dr. Neil. And now it's Dr. Neil. Yeah. Very different prototype, but like, you know, the soul of a healer and really absorbed all of those techniques and modalities um, and just super insightful and experienced enough now to look at someone and go, yes, this is what you need. Just by looking at your tongue, you know, these guys know everything by looking at your eyes and the reflection of your eyeballs are like, you've got this, you know? Let's go see him. Dr. Neil Miller. Mm -hmm. Dr. Neil Miller, we're uh, on the way. I'm going to inspect your tongue later tonight. <laughs> Hopefully you scraped it. I so, so how did you start to really get into health and wellness? Well, the nutrition piece of, of that particular time my uh, my life became paramount as well. So I saw a nutritionist for the first time. I mean, I was, I was a teenager. I was very lucky, very fortunate to have a fast metabolism, never really thought about what I ate. So I ate what tasted good and felt good, which was like cinnamon buns and pizza and, you know, baked potatoes. And um, I ended up seeing a nutritionist during that period of time where I wasn't well. 
And she was like, you got to change everything. Like we got to take out gluten. That was kind of before being gluten-free was super hip. So I didn't even know what gluten was. You know, she said we need to definitely minimize sugars and, and processed foods and refined f- foods. And that became a huge education for me. And so with with the help of these individuals, which of course is a luxury, I mean, very few people in their lives have access to these kinds of healers and practitioners who are so schooled in these kind of, you know, ancient ways of doing things and these remedies that seem a little bit more out of reach. But I I was so blessed to work with these people who were able to show me how to eat and, and how to how to live. I actually ended up um, like dropping out of high school mid-year. I started doing homeschooling and that allowed me to also kind of find my rhythm in life because I think we're very rushed as children. I think we're super rushed as adults. I think one of the biggest pieces of stress people have today is feeling like they don't have enough time, which is to me feels crazy um, because there's plenty of time, but we're so, we just overbook our lives to such a degree that I think we tend to feel stressed and rushed about it. And I definitely felt in high school, like I went to a really intensely academic, competitive high school that was Ivy League prep. And it just wasn't in alignment with my soul. Um, I did really well, you know, academically. I was getting high grades and, you know, I was playing soccer and singing and doing all this stuff. But I felt very out of sync with my natural rhythm. And so I think part of feeling good eventually was putting all of these pieces together, the nutrition and the the herbs, and then feeling like I could find my way through a day organically and figure out what felt right at any given moment. And that's not to say like we don't have obligations in life that demand us to be in certain places at certain times and we can just kind of mosey through the day um, intuitively. I work, I have side projects and hobbies and two small children, so I know more than anyone how important it is to manage your time. But I also feel like we we sometimes don't understand the natural biological rhythm of our own individual bodies. Do you think some, some rhythms are quicker than others? Absolutely. My husband is 10 times faster than I am. I mean, he talks faster, he thinks faster in certain ways, he moves fast. I mean, he's galloping through our house and I'm meandering and sauntering at all times. Like I crawl and he runs, you know, he sprints and I'm like, hey, you know, and it's not because I can't, it's just not what I'm designed to do, right? And so there are times where I push myself outside of my comfort zone because it's kind of a fun game for me to see how fast I can move or how fast I can get something done. But that that's a choice that I'm making consciously in a moment to transition myself out of my comfort zone. I think it's always healthy to do that. Um, but I think by and large, we kind of have to go through the day, or at least I shouldn't speak for other people. I feel like I need to go through the day understanding where I'm holding my breath, where I'm rushing down the hall and can re- and I have three extra minutes where I could be moving slowly and thinking through something. Um, or where I could just be more conscious in how I feel as I move through the day. And sometimes if we're moving at a little bit of a faster clip, we don't notice the shoulder pain or we don't notice the fact that we're slightly dehydrated or hungry. And so I think that, you know, to kind of slow down for all of us is it's information, it's educational. I completely agree with you. And 
it's funny because that energy in the morning or at night is very different with Michael and I too. And so it's hard sometimes when you wake up and you have things that you like to do before you get into the day. Whereas he just wakes up and he's like ready to go, ready to talk about work, ready to talk about. I'll tell you this. I I really, I agree with, here's the thing. I agree with a lot of what you were saying, almost all of what you were saying. But for me personally, like, so we were just in the South. We were in in Charleston. It was a beautiful city. I love Charleston. It's it's really pretty. Um, And the South in general is pretty. Um, And I was there and and I was like, you know, I love this place. It's really pretty. Enjoy it. Could have a great time here, but I could never stay here. And the reason being, it's too slow for me. Yes. Like I need to be in a place yes. that's quick. I just, it's, it's my natural tempo. It's my it's natural energy. Yes. I'm one of those people. If I wake up in the morning, I'm, I'm going, it's not, I don't need like a, a wind up period. I get up five and running to the gym. You're a man. Yes. <laughs> Basically in short. But I, but I know some men that like to kind of like, you know, one of the guys I was there with, um, good friend of mine and he's, he's a much slower pace. So I, okay. I get what you're saying. Um, but for me, it's not that I'm rushing to something. I just don't like. I just don't like the slow pace. For, it, you're not. It doesn't feel like a requirement for you. Yeah. Whereas, like, there's. It sounds like um, with your wife, there's kind of more of a methodical sure. way of approaching things, um, and more, maybe perhaps more like ritualistic. And that's just very individual. And you don't need what you don't need. So if you're not built that way and structured that way, hallelujah. It's I think a it's lot important for, for um, couples and individuals to understand that about each other. Like if I understand that about her, she you understands do? about me. And well, no, I, you I, think I do. that's important? I do. I, huh. Well, when I hear it spoken back, I'm like, oh, that uh-huh. makes sense if that's your rhythm and that's your pace and that's your ritual thing. Yeah. So I need to adjust to that. Well, I think it's also important to differentiate between rituals that are built in um, to make us feel safe. Um, where we we can sometimes become married to or tied to rituals that are sort of outdated, but we've become so accustomed to doing things a certain way that we feel like we can't live without them. Mm-hmm. I feel like I have, there are certain things that I do every day and I have a certain Walk checklist. us through that. Okay, I will. Just w- one one quick second, just to wrap up this particular thought. I feel like I'm not married to anything I do in the morning. Like I, I would like to do all these things or at any point, of the day for that matter. I would always like to do the things that feel important to me. But if I don't, I've gotten to a point in my life where I feel like I have enough internal resilience to calibrate regardless of what goes on or what doesn't go on. Does that make sense? Yes. And I would agree with you too. I'm not married to it, but I you prefer really it. would like to do it. <laughs> yeah. To me too. get a personality. If you know what, if you know what feels good and yes. what makes you feel good. It's I just like, know I'm going to have a better day if I, and that's maybe bad to even say that. I just feel like I have more of a foundation for the day. It makes so much sense. I'm exactly the same way. And the other, like, there have been a number of days recently where my kids have really thrown me for a loop waking up at all hours of the night. I have a daughter with molars coming in and a a son who's learning how to use the potty in the middle of the night. And so there's been a lot of disruption. And on the days where I feel tired, I've been specifically telling myself I'm going to have the best day I've had in so long today because otherwise I just get cranky about it. And I'm like, oh, my whole routine is off. Lauren, let's think about that. Quick little break here to talk about one of my favorite skincare brands, Elemis. Guys, if you have not tried the buttery cleansing balm, what are you doing? I'm telling you, this is TSC Masterless approved. I have Michael hooked on it. I have my friend Weston hooked on it. Taylor's hooked on it. Mimi, everyone is on board. And 
I keep hearing the same reviews from everyone. They are obsessed with the Pro Collagen Cleansing Balm. A lot of people out there have been trying to figure out my skincare routine, and I got to come on here and talk about this is one of the secrets to it. Yeah, that's true. So here's the thing. This buttery cleansing balm is perfect for so many things. It's insane for facial massage, but the real hack here is the makeup remover hack. So what I do is when I have tons of makeup on my face, I rub the pro collagen cleansing balm on top of that and do facial massage. And I usually do it for like five minutes. And then I let the balm sit on my face for another five minutes. So it's on my face for a total of 10 minutes. I'm walking around. I'm getting ready for bed, turning on my salt rock lamp, maybe putting my white noise machine on, getting my barefoot dreams blanket ready. I have my collagen cleansing balm sitting on my face. Then I go and wash it off. It rubs off makeup so nice, you guys. And it doesn't, you know, how when you use a makeup wipe, it rips your skin. The balm softly and delicately removes your makeup while also smoothing out those fine lines. I'm telling you, once you start using this, you'll become obsessed. And once you start using it, your boyfriends and husbands are going to start stealing it as well. That's exactly what happened to me. Elemis was one of my first introductions into skincare. Still use it to this day. Have all the men's lines in the shower, the cleanser, everything. Uh, iPads on the plane, you know. Keep your man looking good. And guys out there, this is the best way to get your skin taken care of. All right, you guys. So I'm super excited because Elemis is giving like a very unique offer. So they're offering all Skinny Confidential, him and her listeners, the opportunity to purchase the Pro Collagen Cleansing Balm travel size for $5, okay? You gotta try it, $5. And this is just to cover shipping and handling. What you do is you visit elemis.com slash skinny to get yours. And remember to use the promo code skinny15 at checkout. And you can also get 15% off your first order at Elemis. So you kind of can do everything in one. If you're gonna pick up something else, definitely get the superfood oil. That's elemis.com slash skinny and use promo code skinny15 at checkout. You know, there's one thing you said, though, that I completely agree with and that I do. Like, whenever I'm going too fast, I think it's extremely important to stop and think about what you're doing and why you're doing it. I take a lot of time to do that. So even in even in a fast-paced world, if I'm running around, it's like, stop for a minute and to think about why am I doing this? Why am I going so fast? I think that's where there's the distinction that people that are at a living fast pace stop to do. They, they don't stop to do. To right. think about, like, why am I going so fast? I, I kind of, I know why I'm, why I like that pace, and yeah. but it's because I take the time to sit down for hours sometimes and just like think about it and reflect. And also, you're probably not unable to move to slow down, right? So, like if you're tied to, if you're married to moving quickly because you don't know how to slow down, that's very different from just kind of following the instinct of your natural rhythm. And and to your point, um, I lived in South Carolina for four years. I've also lived in Manhattan and mm-hmm. London and San Francisco. Very and contradictory. Other. Yeah. And, you know, I think through living in these different places, I've learned how to find my rhythm anywhere I am and be true to myself in any of those conditions. Like, I love being inspired by the energy of Manhattan. I also love oozing into the sort of indulgent, sultry, thick air of Charleston. You know, and so if you can sort of... Um, transition yourself from world to world seamlessly, I think you know you've got a pretty good grasp on your body's natural rhythm. I think that's wise. I mean, smart. I still need to hear your checklist, your specific My checklist. checklist. Okay. I, I, I love details. Okay, good. Um, I wake up in the morning without an alarm. I think that's really important. If people can get to bed early enough to wake up on their own, um, that for me is number one. Like above anything, probably even nutrition and nutrition is a huge part of my life. I just, I try to pace myself like by going to bed 
when I know that I will need to, to get the amount of sleep that I feel is required for my body to wake up naturally. And what times are these? Shamefully early and earlier and earlier, the older I That's get. okay. What time? Like, <laughs> are, we talking ta- my language. are we talking nine? Are we talking eight? Are we talking six? I'm talking nine. Okay. I'm talking six. You're, yeah. Six. See, I'm, I'm serving dinner. Okay. I, I, last night I got into bed at 8.15 and I was asleep by 8.45. My daughter was up at 1.30 and my son was up at 4. And so for me, I I always build in like a buffer, mm-hmm. knowing Smart. that I'm going to wake up to go to the bathroom or have a drink of water or maybe have a thought that takes me a little bit of time to unpack in the middle of the night or have a child wake me up. So if I go to bed at 8.30, like really I try to get into bed by 8.45 so that by 9.30 I'm like in a deep sleep. And then by 4.30 in the morning, if I'm awake for the day, I'm cool. Um, I really, like my kids wake up between like 6 and 6.45. So I like to wake up before they do. So I have a little bit of time to myself to kind of Get a of, little like, jump on them. Get a jump on them. Exactly. Like brush, you know, brush my hair and put a robe on and have a glass of water and just actually just be still in my bed for a few minutes and kind of just process the morning um, without noise. We just started really talking about kids and I, I'm, it's, it's nice to talk to people like you because that have kids yeah. because we're wondering what chaos we're in for in the mornings. A lot. <laughs> <laughs> I keep hoping someone's going to say not much. Wait, you mean what chaos you're in for in the morning? We'll see, Lauren. Yeah, we will see. You know, the beautiful thing about, you know, co-parenting is that you figure out what each other's strengths and weaknesses are and you run with it and you and you delegate like my husband takes my son he's been taking my son camping since he was one and a half and like they go out there and they do their thing it's like that's his thing right like so if your thing is not waking up early in the morning like that's michael's time yeah michael that's your fucking time you and the kids will be there you'll be at six in the morning i'll be sleeping on my silk pillowcase it's a very listening to my white noise machine with the salt lamp on i've been getting some practice and we have these two little chihuahuas and that's what i do with them right now he does he does in his defense so are there any other things that are on your checklist for the morning yes i have lemon water first thing okay and then I have some type of like bone broth usually or a matcha latte, some other kind of warm beverage. I, I make my own matcha, which I'm completely addicted to. I put like 10 things in it. Um, and then I have breakfast. I eat breakfast with my kids. And then usually for a snack, I do a smoothie with the powders that I've created. Um, so I throw collagen in there. I use the plant-based vegan protein. Let, let's talk about your, what you've created because while we're, go- while we're going through it, because I think it makes sense. To segue into it. Yeah. Tell us what which of these you add to your matcha latte because you said there was 10 ingredients and tell us what you add to your smoothie. Oh, so the matcha is I do the organic ceremonial grade matcha that I just buy online. I'm not actually married to a brand. Okay. I alternate. Um, and then my husband drinks this coffee. It's called Four Sigmatic. And oh, it yeah. has. Right oh, my God. That's our favorite. Oh, ah. We drink that all the time. Yeah, Four Sigmatic's been the the, the best. Isn't it the best? So I saw, so he he bought this cacao mushroom blend the other day. And it was in the cabinet where we keep like all of our yummy, delicious drink goodies. And I was like, what's this? Because everything with chocolate I'm a fan of. So I dumped it in my matcha. And then I was at, I happened to be at the farmer's market. And I found this Vietnamese cinnamon turmeric uh, ground ginger blend. So it's like all the anti-inflammatory stuff. So I dumped that in my matcha as well. 
Um, so that's kind of the matcha situation. For my smoothie, I do the vegan plant-based protein powder. I do the collagen. Um, those are the two staples. Um, and then I usually take my vitamins after, like after I've eaten something. Do you add any berries or almond milk to your smoothie? I yes, love- I do. Okay. I add almond butter Yeah. or peanut butter. If my, ki- my kids also love the smoothies. So we do peanut butter, almond butter, cashew. We have all the butters, you know, basically sunflower seed butter. I do date sometimes wild, like frozen wild blueberries, banana. Um, we usually use macadamia nut milk because it's a little bit creamier or coconut milk. Um, you can just throw anything in there. Spinach, you know, I, I vary it just depending on what's in the fridge and what's in the freezer. When I knew you were coming on today, I wanted to talk to you. So you know a lot about supplements and what to take. And I'm novice and I'm trying to figure out what's right, what's not like, are there any staples that you think every man or woman should have? I know it's very individual to the individual person, um, but are there things you say like, this is something that's really beneficial to add to your, to your diet or your routine? I think you can't go wrong, man or woman, age demographic with curcumin, okay, um, with a probiotic and if you're feeling like you need immune support, probably the olive leaf extract. Okay. Like if I'm getting sick, the first thing I do is take the olive leaf extract. What are the benefits? It's basically like a natural antibiotic. Okay. We're going to try the right olive here. leaf and we're also going to try the turmeric. Can you mix them together? You can mix anything together. Okay. You can and mix them. I mean, I wouldn't put too much. If you're not used to taking supplements, I wouldn't do them all at one time on, you know, the Empty first yeah. round of life. Like, I mean, the first round, like the first time you're introducing them to your body. Um, but you can just, um, you know, start with whatever you feel the most drawn to, like the curcumin maybe, or the olive leaf extract, see how it works with your system. And then maybe the next day add on something else. You know where I think a lot of people, including myself, have, have trouble is there's so many supplements on the market and so Mm -hmm. many different things. And it's almost like, you know, you go online and say like, what supplement should I be taking? And 50 articles pop up. People are overwhelmed with where to start and how much to start with, including myself. And so if you were going to start dabbling with supplements, where would you kind of coach or tell someone that they should, that they should start? Well, I think it depends on kind of what your particular needs are, which is why it's confusing, right? Because each individual profile is different. A probiotic, I think universally supports the gut, which is where they now know our brain lives, essentially our immune system and our mood and our kind of outlook on life all live in our gut. So I think a real good clean probiotic, like the one, you know, that we happen to carry one, other people may prefer other strands, it's fine. But um, I think a probiotic across the board is a great choice. There are also other ways to consume probiotics. You can do kimchi or kefir if you prefer like actual food-based probiotics. My friend Ingrid has her own kefir that she makes at home and she does this process that's that I always get scared to do. I tell her, I need you to come over to my house and do it where yeah. she crystallizes it or something. Yeah. Sometimes doing things on your own can be informative in ways that, uh-huh. <laughs> that can be a little disenchanting if you're not accustomed to the gritty raw reality of what food process requires. She's really good at, she makes this beautiful yogurt that has all these probiotics in it. That's delicious. That would be so good with like some of your powder mixed in. I would, I would love to, we're huge yogurt fans in my family. We do either sheep yogurt or we do the, um, 
forager. Uh, are you guys familiar with the organic forager? I am. He's yeah. not. He doesn't know. He it's doesn't like know. What, he's like sheep coconut. who? Yeah. <laughs> while, while she's been talking about crystallizing probiotics, I've just been thinking, let's get taco night down before we start crystallizing yeah. probiotics. Okay. Wait, I, I have a question. It's a perfect compliment. So <laughs> let's just say that you have this friend and this certain friend is not the healthiest. Like he's maybe ordering from Z pizza at lunch at night, he's probably stuffing McDonald's in his face. You never know. Breakfast, he skips sometimes because he's a little tired. And he's snacking on Skittles and Starburst in the office. And let's just say my friend is... Oh, my friend's actually... He's here. Let's just say that friend... <laughs> I was going to say, holy... <laughs> yeah, so that sounds so familiar. Uh, oh, Taylor. Okay, so... I intermittent fasting all the way until like lunch and then eat pizza. Okay, but let's... Oh. let's. That's a real clean way Can you advise him on air on how you would... Um, I, instead of taking things away from him, can we try to crowd out yeah, the bad? I mean, that's why you want to maybe get the super yeah. greens in. Like, so I add a lot of the, a lot of the time. So I, I mentioned the collagen and the vegan plant-based protein. Um, I also usually put in the super greens because if I've, if I've gotten that at the beginning of the day, I don't feel guilty about basically anything else I eat. Like it's got so much nutrient. So, dense, so what would you tell you him know, to stuff. do in the morning? Like let's say he wakes up at seven. What time do you wake up, Taylor? I wake up at 5.45. You so do? Six. Hold on. Wait a minute. Wait, you slept over at my house and you were still asleep at nine o'clock. Yeah, well, that's because we're closer here. Is when, that he a- has to, when he has to do his long commute, he's up early. Okay, so, you, so he wakes up at 6.45. So what's the first thing Taylor should do? Drink water. Lemon water? It can just be regular water to start. Okay. I always do a glass of regular water and then a a glass of lemon water. If you want to do like a pinch of Celtic sea salt, that's also really hydrating. Okay. Because of the electrolytes. But hydrate after your body hasn't had anything to drink for like eight or nine hours or seven hours, how many hours of sleep that you get, you need to hydrate. Okay. And you're like releasing vapor all night as you're sleeping. I think I've drank a lot of detoxing. 12 ounces of water in a week. That's it. That is Oof. so for people who don't drink a lot of water, I recommend getting a, like a liter bottle that you can continue to refill and don't pour your water into a glass because it's really hard to know how much you're, you think you're drinking a lot more when you're just dribbling throughout the day and getting like little sips because you feel like it's this, con- you know, continuous process. But if you fill up a liter bottle of water at the beginning of the day, drink exclusively from that bottle, you know what you're getting. So at the end of the day, if it's half empty, like you haven't had enough. We have to hold on. We have to give him nutrition like a hamster. There's like, no, little, like intravenous. You, like I told my husband so many times, please get a black chic hydro flask with like a white lid. Yeah, but water's not It'd my be problem. So gangster. I love I drink like I've already had I think two of these today. So okay, whatever. But, so whatever Taylor, this is. you need a hydro flask or something. Yeah, this is already a full liter. So I have this is my third liter today. Taylor, can I you get a, a hydro flask? Yeah, I definitely need to. Okay. So so now we're getting, we are, we're through the water. He needs to wake up and drink. Now what? Now he should probably have a smoothie. Okay. Because pizza is a really hard way to break a fast. Like, you know, breakfast literally means break fast. Like you're breaking a fast. And so your liver has been working really hard all night to detox, which is part of why I do the lemon water because lemon stimulates the liver. Um, it also is alkalizing. But I would suggest a really kind of soft, gentle entry into the day. So if if you want to eat junk for the rest of the day, then I'd just put all the good stuff in the smoothie. So I would do the super greens, the collagen, and one of the two protein powders, either the vegan plant-based or the whey protein, just depending on your preference. Um, 
And then you're pretty much set for the day. I mean, I'm not saying that that should necessarily give you license. To you're like, just saying like the foundation I'm is really strong. I'm saying like you've started your day on a really good note and there are so many nutrients in the super greens specifically um, that, you know, you're not going to be lacking for vitamins and minerals over the course of the day. The other thing is I have a, a greens tablets, um, which I take as often as I can. In my morning kind of I – sh I shuffle around my supplements. I'm not a person who does everything every single day. I believe in kind of surprising the body at, at times. Um, so I alternate between what I take every day. But for someone who isn't necessarily going to be pounding vegetables all day long, the greens tablets is also a great choice. Okay. So what's are some, what are your three go-to lunch options that Taylor could maybe be taking notes on? Yes, because one thing I know for <laughs> a fact I can say I've never have done is, is pound vegetables. Have you yeah. ever had a vegetable? I have. When's I, the last time you had a vegetable? Be real. Be honest. Tell us the last meal you had that was not just like a like carrot or a piece of broccoli. Like when you actually had a vegetable meal. Shit. I don't know if I can think back that far. Are you serious? You can't even remember the last time you had a salad? Maybe like last week I had a salad. When? Tell me Tell me specifically where and yeah, when. Was it, it was a Tuesday. Tell me where no, and when. No, it wasn't a Tuesday. I was here on Tuesday. I didn't see you eating a salad. Listen, be honest back honestly, there. You're, you're honest about everything else. I honestly can't even remember, to be honest. That's how long. Okay, so here's what I'm going to do. You gave me two of your super greens. I'm going to give him the chocolate one because I feel like I'm just doing the Lord's work. I can uh, we'll also keep... send you like as many as you want. For no, no, no. You, you you've got a, so many different things here, you guys. There's this raspberry flavor green superfood that I'm going to share with Michael, but I'm going to give him the chocolate greens because I just feel like that's really <laughs> kind of both of us. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. <laughs> 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 okay, so what are some lunch options that Taylor well, could have? Here, here's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking through Taylor's specific profile. <laughs> oh, God, um, I'm sorry. Um, I don't know Taylor that well, but I'm getting a sense of his dietary habits. Oh, I think it's, Just wait. I think it's really hard for people to sustain diets when the foods they're choosing are such a, a huge departure from their comfort foods and the things that they're accustomed to. So what I would advise Taylor do is make a list of his go-to lunches and then modify those, right? So if he loves pizza, um, an easy, like super, you know, like low maintenance lunch could be like an Ezekiel muffin, you know, those English muffins that you can buy at the store. They're affordable with some tomato sauce and like an organic cheese or a diet cheese and you can make your own pizza at home. It's cheaper, it's cleaner. Um, and you can add some shredded vegetables on top of it and kind of cook it together. That sounds so good, Taylor. Why can't you just bring that into the office? You'd save money too. I know. Remember you, you just did a YouTube video and it was to save money, cook it, cook at home. I always cook lunch at home. I think that's a great tip. Okay, so now we're getting into snack time. What are some snacks that maybe the audience um, could do at home or that Taylor can make that are quick and easy and healthy? I mean, smoothies, I think, are the quickest and easiest. I do a lot of baking. That may not be the choice for someone who has very few minutes at home. I'm sensing that Taylor is not going to be pulling out tiger nut flour and almond flour to make his own muffins. Is that correct, Taylor? Yeah, that's a, that's a safe assumption. Okay, so so the easiest, so then the easiest go tos would be um, would be fruit, of course. Like, there's nothing wrong with a piece of juicy fruit um, with handfuls of nuts or sancha inchi or any kind of you know superfood seeds. Um, Taylor loves nuts and he loves juicy fruit. So that sounds good. Taylor. So maybe Taylor can make his own trail mix. So I do that at home and I keep it in bags for my kids and it's super easy. And I put goji berries, mulberries, golden berries. You can do chocolate chips or carob chips. That sounds um, good for me. I yeah. actually love trail mix. It's amazing. 
Every okay, kind of not night. the trail mix you're having. The trail with mix M&Ms. he's having is the one with the M and M's at the gas so station. So organic M and M. I mean, it's like a little pricier, but you know, real actually, real chocolate is like even. I mean, I know we get addicted to like the brand. Like I was addicted to Doritos, like in my youth, and I would make nachos out of like the Dorito brand Doritos, and then I found Paul Newman's Doritos, and I was like, yes, I can still have it. I didn't know Paul Newman had Doritos. Well, they're not actually Doritos. They're the nacho, you know, nacho cheese. Someone corrected me, like. At one point, they were like, they're not Doritos. Doritos is that specific brand. They're nacho cheese chips. I was like, sorry. But you know, that's how you know you've done a good job branding when other people, when you make the nacho cheese totally. chip, and it's like, that's the, totally. that's the Dorito of... You know what it is? The Dorito you know. of like the organic world. The last vegetable Taylor had was the Cool Ranch corn nuts from fucking 7-Eleven. <laughs> but so like, my husband is not a veggie eater necessarily. Like, he's not super into veggies either. So I puree soups for him and I free I freeze them. Like yeah. I puree them in giant batches and then stick them in the freezer. So if Taylor has like a friend who has a Vitamix who can just like puree crap like I've in got giant a batches. And a, and a, I think a, I believe I've I don't know if it's a Vitamixer, but it's something of that. Where's that thing in the garage with cobwebs? Just like throw everything together in the Vitamix and make a soup. What are and some options? Getting... Give us some options. So right now at, in my house, I have a bunch of broccoli, string beans. Can you just throw it all? You can in do the... anything. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you can also at any point make a vegetable soup that's chunky and not pureed by just getting like a base, like a bouillon or a bone broth or a chicken broth or whatever you want to use. You can use a mineral-based broth that um, is vegan and just literally boil your vegetables in the broth and add some seasonings or not if there's salt already in the bouillon. And you've got soup. That's you know, a really good tip to get a Vitamix. We need that. And you just throw all the vegetables in the... Fr- that's how you... I mean, you could even put some of your, your green superfood in there. Oh, it's and, such a game changer. Yeah, and you Vitamix, just eat... You can yeah. do anything. You Taylor. know, sometimes some of us men, and I'll... Ge- like, I usually don't generalize men or women, but I think sometimes some of us men need a little help with the vegetables because I'm not good at eating mm-hmm. vegetables either, right? My dad never... Like, to this day, I don't know how the guy... He just, you don't like eat vegetables, meat and potatoes guy, you know? I no, wouldn't call you a vegetable. No, but I've been yeah. getting better. And Look, all- La Scala salad with garbanzo beans in it that is not vegetables. But, Morrow's has a really good spinach salad with um, egg whites and lemon dressing. But anyways, my point is, is that if I'm, if somebody has a Vitamix and they're making all this stuff, I'll drink it. I'll take it down. Right. And if my wife had this in the house, then I will use, I will take those options. Now it's on her. Hint, hint, <laughs> hint, hint. But if I just, your wife had a Vitamix in the house, you would take these options. I, I would, if you were making this up, when you were making smoothies back in the day, I was, I was taking them down. So here's the thing, freeze batch, like just do it, like make it fun, turn on some music, choose two hours on a Sunday, like make a bunch of batches of things and freeze it in little individual containers so that you don't have to think about it for like two weeks. Because otherwise it won't really happen. Let's say someone's really busy. Yeah. Is there anywhere you recommend that you can get these situations all ready to go? situations meaning like soups? Yeah. Like I've heard there's a girl gracefully fed that makes really great soups. Yeah, there are there are a bunch of different places. Um, I I order from twenty five eight, which is the meal delivery service. Um, that's all organic, sustainable, ethical. Um, I've never met the founder, but I know that she's a mother of a young child and created this business like right after her child was born. And so, I support her. I started supporting her for that reason, and then I became addicted to her food. So I order all of her soups. I also order her snacks um, and her bone broth. Um, but you can get at Era One Market a bunch of those pre-made, delicious, organic soups. I'm trying to think of where else. Anyway, the farmer's market is where I get most of my soups. Um, but I check your local farmer's market. You know, there's always a soup stand 
Whole Foods, of course, has soup. I, I think Whole Foods is kind of hit and miss as far as organic goes. Yeah, sometimes I turn the label over. We were talking about this on, the, on another podcast and it, it, they lie. That's yeah. why it's almost better to just make your own at home. Yeah. Every, everyone lies. Also. There's like hidden ingredients. And I've noticed there's a lot of sunflower oil and stuff, right. which I'm not a fan of. Right. My but, favorite thing is when people don't actually list things. It's like, you know, they just kind of omit, they conveniently omit things. And, and you kind of ask like, oh, hey, like I can see that there is an ingredient missing in here because this wouldn't work texturally with, with what you've listed. Like, can I find out a little bit more? And then they get management and it's like, okay, there's like four things not listed. I think the co-op is pretty honest. Um, in Santa Monica, that's where I do most of my shopping is just the co-op and the farmer's market. Like between the two of those, they've got a soup bar. It's pretty clean. So what do you, what do you guys think the best, because we have a lot of listeners that don't live in California at all. What do you think like the best place to start is with groceries? You know, because there's, I mean, one thing that, one thing I do love about LA is there's a lot of options. There there are a lot of healthy options around the city, Um, but traveling around the country, it's not always the case. So for people that are, that don't have access to like the Erewhon's or the farmer's markets, or I guess there's always a local farmer's market. Where would you suggest they start? I mean, first of all, it's just talking to local farmers and finding out where they get their produce and developing relationships with farmers. Um, who, I mean, like I have a girlfriend who has made friends with every farmer in California, basically, and they just give her stuff. Like they give her stuff that isn't sell, like, isn't going to sell in time or they've got, you know, surplus of crop. Um, and she's a beautiful entrepreneur doing her own cooking thing. But, you know, I think pretty much everywhere in the world you can find a farmer's market. And so that's usually a sure thing. Um, it's becoming more mainstream now to find organic product in, um, more kind of corporate grocery stores as well. So just go to your local store and say, hey, do you have an organic department or an aisle where I can find organic produce? Um, it, it's surprising. I think in most towns you find like a mom and pops shop that's selling fresh organic ingredients. Um, and you just have to do the, a little bit of research. What's your favorite way to satisfy your sweet tooth? It's with the, it's with the 25, eight, um, snack bites and stuff. And you I, guys, it's, I just tried to Google it. It's not 25, eight. It's spelled out 25, yeah, eight. Sorry. So if you're going to yeah. look at it, it's tw- right. It's all, yeah, spelled it's out. all spelled out. I just ate a tomato. Wow. Where did, you, where did it even what? come from? Where'd you get a tomato? <laughs> like just pulled it out of his pocket. No, I had a little snack from earlier. Wait, hold on. Where'd you get a tomato? I got a lettuce wrap and there was two t- cherry tomatoes. There. I saw that lettuce wrap. There was a sliver of a small slice of a cherry tomato. That's what you consider eating a tomato? Listen, when you're behind me and I'm recording, don't ever come in and say you're eating tomatoes behind me. It creeps me out. I don't like to picture it. But I, I have to say, if we're encouraging people to be their best, we have to applaud them for even the smallest right. efforts. And that's another thing. If people, Thank you. yay Taylor. I think if people are trying to make change and they're like, they expect like the, like a one eight, like you, you have to sort of like start with moments and go, oh, like I just ate, my husband is, like I said, he's not a vegetable eater either. So if he eats like a couple bites of Brussels sprouts, like I rub his back, like I scratch his head and like, hey, oh my gosh, you look I, amazing. I'm not going to rub Taylor's back or scratch his head, but I will say good job on eating a sliver of a cherry tomato. I want to encourage him as long as it's not at the expense of my comfort. <laughs> <laughs> so. Where do you draw that line, Michael? 
Uh, with Taylor, the line is pretty. It's he, there's an it's, actual. It's wall a very thin line. Right yes. Well, people ask me when I built this studio, like why this wall doesn't have a window, and I said, right. well, because if you met my producer Taylor, you'd understand why we don't need to be Boundaries. locking. We don't need to be locking eyes. When you never know what he's it's doing intense. back there. It, it is intense. In between oh eating tomatoes and porn, and who knows? I'm just kidding. <laughs> Taylor, I love you. Tomato you know porn that. is that a thing? Tomato and, porn. Uh, I'm sure. I'm happy you ate a tomato. So for your sweet tooth, you have twenty five eight, and this is I sitting here too. Cookie dough bites, and they're um, they have like a sugar free chocolate chip cookie situation that's amazing. That's again also local. Um, I think for people who don't live here and don't because they do deliver all over um, Los Angeles, so I order from them. But for people who don't live here, making your own raw snacks is fast. Like there are so many no bake recipes. If you just Google like no bake desserts, you're basically just rolling up like maple syrup and oats and nut butters and dates and, you know, fruit and things of that nature, fresh fruit, dried fruit. You can basically roll anything into a ball and eat it, you know? (laughs) Well, so I'll let you take it from there. Um, So, you know, as far as snacks go, like I have a massive sweet tooth. Like my husband is the only person in my life who has probably an even greater sweet tooth and he's super indulgent in ways I'm not like I'll have like a slice of cake you'll eat the whole thing um but I make a lot of my own stuff too like I make muffins every week I make granola and I make bread for my kids every week so we're always baking in my family and it's something I can do with my four-year-old that feels like kind of a bonding event and then at the end of it we have breakfast for the week well this was informative and I think it set Taylor on the path to Hopefully a little bit better health. <laughs> where where can everyone find you and your brand and all this great yeah. stuff that you're creating? Because there's a lot of stuff here that I got to unpack. On Facebook, we're just Alaya Naturals. And on Insta, we're Alaya.Naturals. And just so if you guys are wondering where to start personally, where I would start out of all this, just me, this is me personally, everyone's different, is the spirulina. I love spirulina and I really like how you put it in a capsule as opposed to a powder. Because the powder feels like it's overwhelming and it sometimes doesn't taste so good. I'd rather no, just swallow it. I would too. That's yeah. why I did it this way. Spirulina is incredibly like energizing. It, yeah. It's the best way to start the day. If I'm swallowing anything, it's going to be spirulina anyway. You know what I mean, Michael? Real quick, <laughs> real quick before we go. Can you tell me what Spirulina does? Because I've been asking for it in all my smoothies around here only because people like you and Lauren have said it's so great, but I actually don't know what it does. I just feel cool. It's just energizing. I mean, I think they're doing incredible studies in the algae world right now about actually how it contributes positively to anti-inflammatory um, and like autoimmune conditions. So because the research is so new and not necessarily conclusive, it's it's harder to make definitive claims. Um, but a lot of people are claiming that the benefits of um, spirulina and chlorella and all of these chlorophyll and all these amazing kind of green products are actually like far beyond the scope of what we've even come to, to fully understand. Um so I, w- I would take them not only for what we know the, the benefits to be now, but for what like the cutting edge research is indicating the benefits may be even beyond you know our current awareness. Taylor, lunch is spirulina. I'm bringing you two capsules. <laughs> Yummy. Uh, one more time. What's your Instagram handle? Alaya.naturals. Amazing. Thank you so much for coming Thank on the show. That was so informative. Was really fun. Thank you. 
All right, guys, Shauna is offering all TSC, him and her listeners, 20% off anything on her site. You just need to use the coupon code SKINNY20 at checkout. It's aliyanaturals.com. That's A-L-A-Y-A naturals.com. I would recommend starting with the spirulina. You can't go wrong. I am a huge spirulina fan. And with that, make sure you're rating and reviewing the podcast, spread the word, tell your friends, and we'll see you next time. 